Notes from Greenelsh number 178. Humbly ask how. Merry Christmas. For the nearly two and a half billion Christians in the world, today is a special day as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, God the Son who became a man, died on people's behalf, and rose again. Anyone who trusts and obeys him can be saved from spiritual death and separation from God, who is the source of all that is loving, good, and right. If you don't personally know Jesus as your Savior, you can. Simply ask him to forgive you of any wrongdoing and to show you how to live rightly. Then put your faith, which is hope, loyalty, trust, and obedience in him as he gives you new life with God, now and forever, as a part of his family. Whether you are trusting Jesus as your Savior or are still evaluating, I'm sure you have questions along the way. You're not alone. Throughout history, people have had questions for God. God wants you to ask him questions for they are an effective and engaging way to learn and grow in the truth. Jesus taught, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. When you ask, Come before God with a humble and open heart, believing that He loves you and is always working for your best. God's ways are above our ways and His thoughts beyond our thoughts. So don't be disappointed, weary, offended, or bitter if His methods or timing are different than you expect. Just keep trusting, and the perfect wisdom timing, and providence of God will become clear. This was the case for Mary, the mother of Jesus. In first century Israel, Mary was a virgin and pledged to be married to Joseph. When Gabriel, an angel of God, appeared to her, proclaiming she will have a son who will be called the Son of the Most High and will reign as king forever, She humbly asked, How will this be, since I am a virgin? Gabriel answered that God will supernaturally place the holy child in her womb, and he will be the Son of God. Although this was incredible, wonderful, and surprising news, it was costly. It would cost Mary her reputation, cause a scandal in her town, threaten her relationship with Joseph, jeopardize her future, and even label her an adulteress, which could be punishable by death. Yet she didn't reject God's word. She submitted to God and humbly received his answer from Gabriel. Mary replied, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Later, Mary shared with her relative Elizabeth, My soul glorifies the Lord, 
and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. You can read more of Mary's blessed response in Luke chapter 1 of the Bible. Contrast Mary's response to Zacharias when he received similar news. A few months before Gabriel appeared to Mary, he appeared to Elizabeth's husband, Zachariah, who was a priest. Gabriel told Zechariah that he and Elizabeth would have their first son, John, who would prepare people to receive Jesus, the Son of God. In Luke chapter 1, it says, Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Notice the difference in Zechariah's heart attitude and God's response compared to Mary. Mary believed Gabriel, even though the news was astounding and costly. Zechariah, unfortunately, did not. Although he had prayed for a child for years, up to now God had not answered. Perhaps Zechariah had given up hope due to his age. Yet God was gracious with Zechariah. Even though Zechariah's disbelief resulted in him not being able to participate in talking about his coming son with Elizabeth, family, or friends, his voice was restored right after John's birth. Zechariah and Elizabeth were both elated at God's gift of John and joyfully praised God. You can also read more of Zechariah's jubilant response in Luke chapter 1. Learn from Zechariah and don't doubt God. The Apostle Paul wrote, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Therefore, ask humbly, with a thankful and believing heart, so you don't miss any of what God wants to bless you with. One more example I want to share is that of Sarah, whose husband Abraham was told by God that the two of them would have a child who would be the beginning of entire nations and kings. This was confirmation of a promise God had made with Abraham 25 years earlier that he would bless the whole world through his offspring, even though at the time, Abraham, age 75, and Sarah, age 65, had no children. A little later, when God revealed the time this would take place, Abraham believed, but Sarah laughed in disbelief. She thought to herself, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? When God confronted her disbelief, 
She tried to deny it out of fear. It seems Sarah was bitter for not being able to have a child when she was young. In her culture, one was shamed and looked down on for not having children. Sarah battled this for about 70 years of her adult life. At one point, Sarah grew tired of waiting and even tried to force God's promise of a child to happen on her own terms. She had her maidservant, Hagar, act as a surrogate. That resulted in her resenting and mistreating Hagar and her son, Ishmael. Learn from Sarah and don't let disappointment or seemingly unanswered prayer distance you from God. Don't assume you know better than God or take things into your own hands. Instead, talk openly with God and confess any waywardness. Share your frustrations and preferences, but then find peace in submitting to His will and leaving things with Him. He is your loving Father, and He is working out what's best. You probably aren't expecting a baby, but you can still apply these principles to areas of your life where you are wondering why something is happening or how something is going to turn out. The key to learning the answer is to approach God with a humble, sincere, and open heart. Realize and joyfully accept that God wants to adopt you and help you thrive as a part of his family. That's why he sent Jesus to the world through Mary. If you trust God, you can also be like Mary. You may not give birth to the Savior, but God wants to work through you and other believers, his church, to save the world. The wonderful news of Christmas is that you can have a close relationship with God as a part of his family through Jesus. Then, if you've come to trust Jesus as Savior and obey him as Lord, carry on his mission of reconciliation to all who humbly ask, how can I be saved?